0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1, T, and 5 for Wednesday afternoon, July 22nd. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. Central Michigan brass have selected DHR International to assist with its athletic director search. Provost Mary Shudden will lead the 11-member committee tasked with hiring the Chippewa's new leader. The group includes current and former administrators, alumni, university representatives, and current student-athletes. As previously mentioned, outgoing athletic director and new Seminole Booster CEO Mike Alford will pitch in. A ton of notes from today's NIL hearing. First Senator Lindsey Graham indicates he has come to the conclusion that basic athlete rights need to be legislated, and says the Judiciary Committee is starting a working group to create an NIL package with a deadline of September 15th. However, Graham adds, quote, I don't know if we can pass a bill between now and the end of this Congress. NCAA President Mark Emmert insists the association is not seeking a broad antitrust exemption, but a safe harbor that would protect them from litigation related to expanded NIL laws. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker extoriates the NCAA, asserting that it, quote, continues to fight tooth and nail, unquote, to make sure athletes are unable to share in the $15 billion industry that college sports has become. He adds, directed towards Mark Emmert, quote, Now the NCAA comes running to us because states have tried to put in rules to create more fairness. You just made a comment that you have spoken to me. You have not spoken to me in six years since we've last been here. I'm opening an invitation to you right now to meet with a group of bipartisan senators so we can start to talk through your plans to address these things that are patently unacceptable. The Athletics' Nicole Auerbach observes that the NCAA Board of Governors on Friday could, if it chooses to, vote whether to cancel or postpone sports for the fall semester, at which point, she explains, it would become increasingly difficult to justify a football season. As such, FBS commissioners are reportedly opposed to such a vote on Friday. However, a number of administrators throughout Division 1 are privately wondering why the NCAA, which unilaterally canceled spring sports, has not been out ahead for the fall calendar. One FBS athletic director stating, quote, if the NCAA would just wake up out of its trance and just say, we're not doing fall championships, that gives everybody the cover that they need. It's frustrating to be treading water right now. They've got to lead the way. Another Division I AD in a basketball-centric conference adds, what is going to change over the next three weeks? At the end of the day, can you give clarity to the student-athletes? Why aren't we saying enough is enough? Let's put a pause to this. Accordingly, West Virginia Athletic Director and Football Oversight Committee Chair Shane Lyons sent a letter to the Board of Governors, essentially asking the Board of Governors to wait to postpone or cancel fall championships. In conference notes, the Athletics' Nicole Auerbach reports the Ohio Valley Conference is expected to announce tonight that it is postponing the start of fall Olympic sport competition until September 17th and will go conference only for women's soccer and volleyball. This decision does not include football. The Southland plans to play its 2020 season as scheduled, according to Commissioner Tom Burnett. The American Athletic Conference will delay the start of fall Olympic sport competitions until at least September 1st. The Big South will begin fall sports competitions on September 3rd to provide members the opportunity to quote, further focus on return to competition protocols and necessary resources to facilitate the re-socialization process while maintaining competitive opportunities for student-athletes this fall. CBS's Dennis Dodd reports the SEC, Big 12, and ACC are considering a conference plus one model. Dot notes that while all this speculation could be rendered moot as the season looks increasingly likely to be shortened, if not postponed, the SEC, Big 12, and ACC, quote, would lob somewhat of a middle finger at the Big 10, which multiple sources said surprised its Power 5 counterparts by breaking ranks without communicating its intentions. SWAT Commissioner Charles McClellan tells HBCU Game Day the league is still planning on having the full pageantry of football games in the spring, saying, quote, I anticipate our crowds to be enormous. Could you imagine a Bayou Classic in the middle of Mardi Gras in the streets of New Orleans? McLellan also says he's hopeful if the MIAC also pushes back to the spring, then the SWAC will push to hold a spring celebration bowl, saying, quote, from a SWAC perspective, we have instituted plans to be able to facilitate an end-of-the-year bowl. One potential issue with spring football, McClellan notes, may be TV coverage, with McClellan saying there have been preliminary discussions with ESPN. In coaching notes, Toledo head football coach Jason Candle has tested positive for COVID-19 and is self-isolating. The university says he is not currently exhibiting any symptoms. West Virginia and football assistant coach Vic Koning agreed to mutually part ways. Per their separation agreement, WVU will pay Koning $591,000 over the next 19 months. Pacific head men's basketball coach Damon Sautomar has received a contract extension through the 2025 2026 academic year. Big Sky Commissioner Tom Wickström doesn't mince words when describing the Pac 12 and other conferences canceling non conference games this fall, calling the decision a real kick in the teeth for us. Wickstrill is particularly frustrated that the Pac-12 and others canceled the games without offering a chance to meet the Pac-12 COVID-19 testing standards, saying, quote, I think it was disappointing that we weren't even given the opportunity to meet the standards they set for testing. Set the money aside, those games are good for everybody. I can make the case that it's safer for Portland State to play Oregon State than it is for Oregon State to play UCLA. Safer for Idaho to play Washington State than it is for Washington State to play Arizona State. It wasn't surprising that it happened with the Pac-12 after the Big Ten made the decision. They do a lot of things together. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Wednesday afternoon, July 22nd. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you next time.